What is up, my friend? Welcome to episode 121 of the Anthony Jennings podcast. This is another Sunday sermon edition. And today I just want to like talk about like why abandonment is probably the best thing that you can do for your life, you can do for your business. And like when I had this insight, it really opened up like a whole new way of being and relating to the big visions that I feel called to. And I really believe that once you get this, it's really going to open up a whole new world of possibilities for you as well. So if you're at a place where you're like, you're finding yourself frustrated in various aspects of your life and you're sick and tired of like working your tail off to, to like get to a place where you're like, ah, I finally can experience more freedom. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Anthony John Amix podcast. The one and only podcast designed to help you become unstoppable in life and business. My name is Anthony John Amix. My friends call me AJ. And my goal with this podcast is to help you remember who you truly are so you can maintain your center in the chaos, embody your potential, and unlock freedom in your life and business. That being said, let's get into today's show. All right, welcome back. Now, before I put on my preacher's hat, if you want to generate more revenue while working less, living out your big vision, and having fun and doing more of what you love, I have a little something, something for you. Like each week, I set aside a few hours to talk with online entrepreneurs about what's working, what's not working, and like helping them create a plan to create their big visions faster. And if you want to grab one of those times to talk with me directly, simply go to talkwithaj.com. It's 100% free. Normally, I charge up to $1,000 for a strategy session, but since you're listening to this podcast, I'll hook you up with an opportunity to talk with me. Now, I'm going to warn you. Don't book the call if you're not serious about creating results because we will dive deep and together we will find the root that is preventing you from having the fruit that you want in your life and your business at this current time. So if you're an online entrepreneur and you're driven and you're hungry and you're ready to create like next level results, go to talkwithaj.com, grab a time to talk with me now. With that being said, let's get into today's topic, which is why abandonment is the best thing that you can do for your life and business. So this year, I think I may have mentioned this on some of my other Sunday sermons, but This year, and this is like the first time in I don't know how many years, I really felt called to go back to church to to find like a church home, you know, and like back of uh, back into October of 2020, like we we bought and renovated an incredible property um, here in Texas. And we have this just some incredible neighbors around us. We really do. And well, one day, like after moving in, uh, the neighbors invited us to go to church with them over at Gateway Church over in Southlake. It's this huge church. It does a massive amount of service in various local communities, and they serve people, like lots of people all around the world. And I've really been impressed with what they've created and how they've, how committed they seem to actually just genuinely serve. Well, last Sunday, Pastor Robert Morris was talking about worship, and he said God gave him a word for it, which was abandonment. And I thought this was a really interesting word when it came to worship. And I I didn't really know where he was going to go with it. And I'll get into that in a moment. But first, I need to tell you about worship to make sure that we're all on the same page. And then I'll talk about how it applies to leveling up every aspect of your life. So hang with me as I set this whole thing up. So worship, right? Like praising God. Now, if you're not into Christian theology, that's cool. No problems. You can call it universe, source, spirit, consciousness. Doesn't matter to me. Just know that I'm going to call that thing God, right? And the main thing is, is if we want to feel connected to God, we worship, like we give praise, we give thanks. 
Now I've led worship a few times during my days of being in a professional Christian rock and roll band. And I have experienced plenty of worship services uh, in college and in various different denominations and different religions. And for me, and like various like denominational worship experiences from acapella singing to full on life bands to like, I don't know, traditional like music stuff, like in the Methodist church or whatever, there's this magical experience that can take place in a space of genuine worship. And my personal experience has been that you feel the presence of God, like in the place of worship. There's just gratitude, there's awe, there's thankfulness, there's peace, there's this experiential experience in the body of a knowing that all is good. And see, growing up, I never was the guy who was like raising my hands or falling to the ground or even singing. Instead, I was the guy who just like sat in the chair or I stood in the pew or stood in the balcony or whatever, and I just kind of experienced the experience. And yet I also saw other peoples who seem to just be in the experience, like hands raised, tears flowing from their face, praying, sitting on the ground, dancing, like whatever it is that they felt led to do. And honestly, it's, it, it's really inspired me. Like just to witness another human being praising God. And like for where I am in life right now, like it just brings me to tears of gratitude and appreciation in my heart. Like it's just refreshing and inspiring to witness. And recently, now that I'm going back to church, like until I'm called to do something else, like I may be called to do something else and that's cool. I'm open to that. But right now I like, I just find myself in awe of worship at Gateway. Like every single time I'm I'm pretty much just crying with gratitude. And I've been taking my two-year-old daughter with me. She's a little over two years. She's like two years and... I don't know, three months or four months or whatever it is right now. So I've been taking her and my wife with us. And we've been taking my daughter into the main service with us because she doesn't want to go to children's class yet for whatever reason. Every single time we take her to the class, we try to go. She screams and cries. We're like, let's try it for five minutes. Five minutes, she's still screaming and crying. I'm like, okay, you want to go to main service with us? She's like, sure. I was like, you want to try this again next time? She goes, yes, next time. So hopefully at some point there will be a next time where she goes to children's class. And so just a few weeks ago, we were there in main service and she was standing in front of me. And I was just like witnessing her allowing herself to be caught up in the music of worship. Like she was swaying back and forth. She was lifting her hands. And I remember just sitting there witnessing her with tears, just pouring down my cheeks because I was just like, I was in awe. (laughs) I was grateful and I was just appreciative to see her soul honoring her own soul, which I call God. And to me, it was just this beautiful, connective experience. In Psalms uh, 40, verses 1 through 3, David wrote, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Now, this is from the King James Version of the Bible, like old English stuff, right? 
So here David's talking about like how he's experiencing a problem. And in the experiencing of that problem, he cries out to God. God hears him, helps him. And now here he is standing in awe before God. And in that, many will hear of the glorious things God has done for him. And in that, people are going to be like, wow, like I'm going to trust this God as well. Well, Pastor Robert Morris, he dropped another version of this same verse from an interpretation of the Bible called the message. And I'd never heard this interpretation before. Same verse, Psalms 40, verses one through three. I waited. And again, David's here. So this is David. He's like, I waited and waited and waited for God. Like how often are you and me like waiting and waiting and waiting, right? So David's like, yo, I waited and I waited and I waited for God and last, at last, he looked and finally he listened. He lifted me up out of the ditch, pulled me from deep mud. He stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I wouldn't slip. He taught me how to sing the latest God song, a praise song to our God. More and more people are seeing this. They enter the mystery abandoning, abandoning themselves to God. Now, in this version, it says abandoning themselves to God. And dudes, when I heard this last week, like it has hit me hard. Like I realized that there were areas in my life where it was like I was experiencing frustration and maybe you are right now. And I realized in those areas of my life, and I'll talk about them here in a second, plainly, in those areas, I wasn't abandoning myself to God. Instead, I was attempting to leverage my pride and do everything in my power to control the situation rather than being like David, like connecting with the truth that, man, I'm frustrated right now. I'm felt some pain. And crying out to God, not from a place of like bitching and complaining and bullshit victimhood of like, yo, come save me. Woe is me. No, fuck that. But from this place where I humble myself before the Lord and abandon my desires for his desires. Now, I'm hoping this is landing for you as much as it did me. You see, I used to think that I needed to be able to sit down at the table with God at the end of the day. And when he asked me, did you do everything I've asked of you today? I used to think that I had to be able to say, yeah, dude, I've done everything you've asked of me. Now it's your turn to show up. Where are you at, bro? And I've come to realize that really was me showing up with nothing more than my pride. Now, to be honest, I'm going to keep it. And the thing is, is that way of thinking, it served me for a season. Now, some listening to this may be like, whoa, that's blasphemous. (laughs) Yet, I want you to understand. I want you to consider that I'm not blasphemous. Instead, I'm real. I'm raw. Like, I'm real with God. I'm real with the God that at least that I know. And the God that I know can take it, and I believe that he actually desires it. Like, the dude knows what's going on anyway. Like, do you think that we can hide our pride from God? Like, the thing is, is if I can't show up and be all of me with God, then how in the hell can I show up and be all of me with other people? 
Like if I don't feel safe in being with God and giving him and showing up in all of me, which he can take it a whole lot more. Like if I can't do that, then how am I supposed to show up with myself or anybody else? Like this old way of thinking, it served me a bit. It did. Because it helped me own the power that naturally resides in me as a creator. Now, this new way of thinking, it's not negating the fact that I'm still responsible to do what's required to create that which I'm called to. And I'd have you consider you are too, by the way. Like it doesn't negate that. This new way of thinking is just opening up a way of being where I can abandon myself to God, where you can abandon yourself to God or consciousness or whatever this thing that is way bigger than me, way bigger than you. And then you and I can hold space to allow God to show up and like work is magic. Like for two years now, I've tried really, really hard to control my marketing message. Man, I have, like I have studied messaging. I have hired people. I have spent a lot of money. I've written a ton of copy. Like I have tried everything I know how to do to leverage the science of marketing to get more people into my events, get more people into the programs, into working with me. And not once have I abandoned my desires around marketing to God. I haven't. That's my truth. And the consequence of doing that has been a lot of frustration around my marketing message and just around marketing in general for me personally. And after hearing this message about how true worship and it's not just about worship, it's really about a way of life, but how true worship is abandoning oneself to God, to just enter into his presence without any expectations whatsoever and give myself permission to just let the spirit lead me. Now, if that means hands raised, perfect. If that means sitting down and just rocking back and forth, great. If that means me like bawling and crying with snot dripping down my face, Perfect. It's just a full on surrender. Choosing to be like David and just being like, yo, God, I trust you, bro. Fully. Like, I've done all that I can. Yes. Have you? Ha-? He's like, same question. Like, yo, have you done everything I've, I've called you to? Dude, to the best of my ability, I, I have, man. And still, I feel frustrated. Can you like help me see what to do here, bro? Like, what are you calling me to? How can I give up control? And just like living in the question of like, where, what areas of my life can I abandon? And I'm going to invite you into the same question. Like, what areas of your life can you abandon? And the big lesson here is like in all things, like the power is found in the paradox. Like as a creator of big visions, yes, you have a responsibility to handle whatever it is you can handle. And you also have a responsibility to abandon your own desires and let God show up and do what he does. If you want to experience some peace in the midst of honoring your purpose. So look, my invitation to you this day is this. Where in your life, where in your business is it time to abandon yourself to God? Is it in your marriage? Is it in your marketing or your sales or the vision you have for your business or your family? Like, where is it at? And how by abandoning yourself to God, 
may it actually make room for your frustration to be transformed into like full-on freedom, full-on fulfillment and co-creation with God. Well, my friend, that's all I have for this episode of the Anthony Johnny Mix podcast. I hope it served you. I hope it's inspired you as much as it has me. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, send it over to them in their DM, screenshot it, share it on social media, send them an email, text message, whatever you have to do to get this episode into their ear holes. And also, man, please keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes because that's really what helps this show get found by more people and to serve more people, which is my, my intention. So thank you so much for being here. Until next time, my friend. I'm out. Peace. Well, that's all I've got for this episode of the Anthony John Amix podcast, but we have plenty more to help you become unstoppable in life and business. So head on over to ajamix.com for exclusive resources, information, and tools to help you break through to a new level of freedom, purpose, and success. I look forward to having you back for the next episode. Bye for now.